true freedom is a wise mind and a free spirit. Hello, this is Laura Pereca coming to you from Boulder City, Nevada, the town that built Hoover Dam, or as it used to be called, Boulder Dam. All right, how the heck are we going to have that wise mind and that free spirit? Well, here's an idea. Learn how to see through people. To have a wise mind means you're a critical thinker. When, you, when you're able to see through people, you're able to understand what their motives are and therefore help yourself to have more of a free spirit. Welcome to this new voyage. Your discovery will be rich and rewarding. Have you ever felt deceived, maybe hurt by someone in your family or one of your friends? What did that bring about for you? Did it bring about sadness or fear or shock? Usually, when people are deceiving you, it is about either money, stealing your money, stealing your happiness, or, get this one, stealing your confidence. Hmm, how about that? We do not want people in particular to steal our confidence because that's a part of us. That's a part of our light that shines through us is our strength of character, our truth, and our light. When someone steals your truth, your light, your attention, Ooh, that's a crime, but alas, you don't go to jail for it. <laughs> All right, so let's see now. How can we have a wise mind and a free spirit? How can we see through people better, be stronger and more capable, which also means more understanding, and more um, in charge, more self-determinism? When you become wise about human nature, it will set you free. It will give you power. There are things that people do in general that's human nature and there are things that some cruel people do intentionally to control others and you want to learn the difference. You want to learn what's, oh, that's just normal. People do that and you can excuse it. And the, the latter, when it's someone who's cruel and intentionally trying to control your attention or your to take your money or your happiness, those people you must figure out a way to stay away from to handle, you know, find different ways to handle that. So let's try to build a new inner self so we can see through these people and expose them for what they are. You know, in my youth, it was hard for me to see bad. I didn't want to see bad in people. And I was quite naive and I often expected the good in people. And when they did something bad, I didn't even really recognize it oftentimes. And it's funny, you can have a high IQ and yet still be deceived because it's not what you're looking for. You're not expecting it. Now, some would argue that you should look because delusion is dangerous. And now as I get older and wiser, I do recognize the value in that. Yes, there's value in looking away, but when something's real dangerous, hmm, maybe instead we better not look away. For example, a shark is not a dolphin. And if you are deluded and just say, oh, that's just a dolphin, you could be really hurt because a shark, a shark will hurt you, but a dolphin will not. Now, before you're, you get upset with me and saying, oh, sharks don't hurt people, most of them don't, but some of them do. And I'm talking about, let's say, for example, a tiger shark. If a tiger shark is swimming around in the water near you, you probably better get out of the water unless you know what you're doing. If a dolphin is swimming around, it's a different story. So to not be uh, deluded or in delusional 
chaos, you want to be able to recognize when people are cruel or intentionally trying to control you compared to just human nature when people make mistakes and do stupid things. Don't feel guilty seeing people for who they are. Instead, be happy that you're wise enough to notice, to catch things, and therefore protect yourself and your loved ones better. You are in the right place, my friend, and you are doing the right thing. We are learning how to communicate better by recognizing human nature. There's a thing called EQ, your emotional intelligence. An emotional quotient is the the amount of emotional intelligence you have, the ability to recognize emotions in others. Do you think that you have a problem with others in general, or would you say it's just, you know, that rare person? Well, most of us would say, oh, it's just a rare person. In, in general, people are pretty nice. You know, most people are pretty nice. And I would agree, most people uh, want to be pleasing and pleasant and kind. And oftentimes when we do have trouble with someone, we immediately blame them. But guess what? You're not going to like this probably because I don't like this too much. (laughs) When you have a problem with others, you got a problem with yourself. Now, you're going to say, Laura, that contradicts everything you just said. You just said we need to be wise, look out for those difficult people and, you know, create boundaries and find a way to not be bothered by them. And now you're saying, hey, when you have a problem with others, you have a problem with yourself. And yeah, they're, you know, two different ends of the same stick. They are, because when you have a problem with others, it's really a problem in yourself you must learn to deal with. The other day, I called someone a liar because that person broke their agreement with me. And I had to take those words back. I had to apologize because while it is true that the agreement was broken, it was not fair for me to call him out in such a strong way over and over. Um, That's not me. That's not who I am. And the problem was in myself. The problem was being angry that I trusted the person, not that they lied. If I had looked at human nature, I would have seen it was a totally perfect pattern that they had shown me who they were many times before. And so I was really angry with myself. So when you have a problem with others, you really have a problem with yourself. You see, all difficulties are really personal difficulties. So how do you get that free spirit? Well, In order to have a free spirit, you must control your mind. You must be able to see and understand the outer world, but not be as much a part of it. In other words, the objective onlooker. See, that way you're not too emotional about it. You say, hmm, look what I notice. Here's what I notice. And it's a way of, you know, separating yourself from what's going on. Here's an example. There's a man. He's sitting on a mountain sitting way on the top of a mountain. He's been meditating and he is not thinking about <clears throat> about the noise in the city below. There is a city below him with all kinds of noise and chaos and stuff going on, but he is up on the mountain. So he is not thinking about the noise of the city. So in the same way, try to detach yourself when these situations occur so that you can look at them for what they are and be better prepared later. You don't want to have so much stress on the outside, so you must go inward. 
We're going to talk a lot about this next time as well. This is just a preview for you. (laughs) Coming to you from Boulder City, Las Vegas. Ah, Well, right outside of Las Vegas anyway. Boulder City, Nevada. Now, how do you avoid the savages, the people who really, you know, are causing you harm? And the way is, is to trust how your ability to recognize it and to stay clear. In other words, when you can recognize a pattern or a manipulative person or somebody who is, you know, trying to get the better of you, then you can intentionally avoid that person. Or, you know, let's say, oh yeah, it's my boss or it's someone I work with or it's a family member that I must spend time with. Well, there are still ways to shift things so that they turn out better. So stay tuned because next time we're going to get really into some examples of uh, people that could be trying to control your money, your happiness, and even your confidence. Because when they steal these things from you, it is not okay. You must learn how to be more in control. And a secret that most don't know is that if you spend time focusing too much on it, you actually create more of it. I had a friend who was always expecting people to, you know, step on his boundaries and to and to uh, do things that he didn't think were okay. And because he focused on it so much, he actually thought it was happening when it wasn't. He'd say, oh, yeah, that's my boundary. And, and it wouldn't even be so. It would be something he created in his mind. So I caution you and I caution myself to not focus on a negative so much that you create it in your life. So you know me, I'm all about the positive. And in general, we talk about happy, positive things. However, we really need to know how to have a wise mind and a free spirit. And it includes being able to see through people, being able to understand their motives and then handle those people so they do not steal our confidence. They do not try to steal our light. You are a shining light and you must be able to feel that freedom and have your self-determinism and make choices that are right for you. Until next time, when I will be coming to you from San Simeon or Cambria, California, this is Lara Preka signing out because it is my Betty by time. And I hope that you have a good sleep too tonight or whenever it is that you lay your head down on your pillow. Good night. <laughs>